Hey, just a quick note before we get into this week's episode. The one you're about to hear is actually quite an old episode, an unaired episode from 2017, I think. Uh, and it went unaired for kind of two reasons, one actual reason and one uh, joke reason, I guess. Uh, some of you listening may have already heard it if you are a Patreon subscriber. It would have went up on Patreon maybe last year, maybe a little longer. And... Most of the Patreon content, if not all of it, is going to stay on Patreon, especially like there, there's content made specifically for Patreon, and that'll always only be available there or on another uh, subscription platform, you know, because Patreon could and probably will go under someday. But uh, there's a few unaired episodes on there that originally would have gone up on the main feed, but didn't for whatever reason, so they became Patreon only content. Uh, I've dipped into uh, the vault I guess this week because we haven't had an episode in quite some time and I just uh, need to get some content out there if you are a patreon subscriber though I'm I am sitting on three episodes for of patreon only stuff uh, so there is more patreon content coming uh, so I'm taking one I'm taking one from the patreon vault but I'm putting three three more back in so uh, those three episodes aren't going up uh all at the same time, because that'd be foolish, but they are going up this month. But the reason this episode originally didn't go up, uh, the joke reason was we had a, we tried a new format with a, a sort of a, a sound man, a, a sort of like Jamie from uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. We had our own Jamie, who was actually Darren, who has appeared on quite a few episodes of the podcast, mostly Jurassic Park related ones. Uh, he sat in for this one as kind of a joke to be our sound man and it went off the rails and so the joke was we didn't put it up because you know it didn't work with the third wheel it actually didn't go up because around this same time we done a live show with those conspiracy guys and we basically took the format from this podcast or not the format sorry but we took the concept the theme the just the episode essentially and made that our live show so i didn't want to put them up around the same time and then i just sat on it for too long and i guess i just thought there was no really context to the episode then and so it just became a patreon episode but now uh, it's going out publicly because we haven't had an episode in over a month and i really want to get uh, get content out there we've actually just recorded our next episode uh, so there will be one soon after this but i just want episodes coming out together so this is episode, what, 91, but I think technically it should have been 57, I think, if you're interested in where it should have came in the uh, Disaster Artists continuity, it would have been between the I Am Alive episode and the It episode, uh, but I don't think there's any callbacks or anything, so it's not really too important. The only things we reference in this episode is... Uh, the nuclear map, which I'll leave a link to in the description. I think it's nuclearsecrecy.org, which is a, a map you use where you can um, simulate a, a nuclear explosion of any size. Well, of any size of a bomb that, that has existed and anywhere on the world map. And we also reference a booklet called... <laughs> a booklet that was sent around to Irish homes during the Cold War as like a, a survival guide in the event of a nuclear catastrophe called survival on the home or survival in the home and on the farm uh, so i have a scan of that entire booklet i'll link in the description too i think that's all there really is to say 
it's quite a good episode there was some sound problems i uh tried fixing them a little because uh i think when we recorded this episode we we might have been using our old mics because we only had two two of the main mics we use so when we have a guest we had to use our old mic so there was always this like white noise uh that was up there for the patreon episode i think i've fixed it for the most part in this version but when you take when when you when you try and fix the audio you you lose some other things so when you t- try and take out like a a constant white noise often you get a bit of an echo or a, like a reverb on on the actual words being said uh but i think i've solved that as best i can anyway so it should be fine but yeah this isn't quite our typical episode so if you have found your way to our podcast for the first time uh, maybe go back and listen to an episode with like a movie title and uh, that's more typical of what we do but i actually quite like this episode i think it's pretty funny and we will be back next week with a a, a, no, a more normal episode uh, we'll be giving our thoughts on the CBS adaption of Stephen King's The Stand. And obviously we'll go into the actual book too, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, uh, so yeah, that'll be good. And a few more things planned. Going to try and be more consistent. I think we, we'll probably explain why we've been away for a bit on the next episode or the episode after that, whichever. I'm dragging this out, so I'll just let you listen to it. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think and uh, enjoy. Welcome back to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survive the apocalypse so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. And this week we're talking about Ireland in a post-nuclear attack. And as you can hear there, we're uh, changing things up a little this week. We have a, sound, a new sound man. Uh, he's, yeah. He's going to be working on the board and stuff. A little, little different format than what you're used to. But uh... <laughs> just keeps going. Glad to have you on board, Darren. Yeah, yeah, tight. thanks for uh, thanks. for helping out was that, today. Was that okay? Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Let's... You use the board conservatively, but... Yeah. Okay. But, 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 but good. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, so anyway, if, uh, you know, if this is your first time listening... It's uh, not normally like this. I mean, I mean it, you know, it, it could be, but... Yeah, it could be. But uh, yeah, it shows a... Or subscribe. I'm a, that threw me for a loop. Uh, yeah, if it's your first time, make sure that you subscribe. If it's your second, third, or fourth, whatever, about time you review us. Yeah, why haven't you sent rated us yet? Yeah. Okay. Just a rating. Review is a, a bonus, but that's yeah. only really for us. Like, it's nice to read nice reviews. Yeah, the, we'd like to know. The rating is what helps our, our stand. And if you want to support us, you can uh, visit our uh, tea public st- or wait, what? Tea Spring. Sorry, Tea Spring. <laughs> our teespring store uh, yeah we used to have a tea public well we still do actually we still do have tea public uh, that soundboard really told me <laughs> but yeah so uh check out both tea public and uh teespring but the teespring mainly that's where our acolytes of apocalypse t-shirts are if you want to become oh, a, yeah. a true ac- acolyte and you can join our then you can join our biker guy club yeah and also 
we are going on a camping trip with the guys from those conspiracy guys those guys those guys and uh, not another fake newscast if you want us to review a certain item or like send us some manky uh food camping food or ration packs or something yeah we have we, a few already yeah we have a list we have lists in the dis <laughs> i thought you were signaled for something there no i was just putting it down <laughs> okay okay but so check out the wish lists in the description and you can send something to us. We've gotten loads of stuff already, so... Yeah, it's really cool. I, I came into the bunker now this morning and Johnny was showing me what he got delivered. And there's some nice survival packs there. There's some nice little camping stoves and things like that. It's nice. Thanks very, very much. appetizing looking meals. Yeah, that's going to be... <laughs> yeah, that's the... That's, that's, that's going to be a... F- we're going to have to video eating them because that's going to be interesting. Yeah, and well, that's the thing, we have to live off them, like, we're only allowed to eat what you good people send us. Uh, that doesn't mean we eat everything you send us, like, but... Yeah. Are you going on that as well? Yeah. Oh, cool. Do you want to come? When is it? Uh, 6th of October, I think. Yeah. You can it's bring the soundboard. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, I don't... <laughs> He's I not ready. I'm ready for that. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just make a noise or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll just give you You opened up the soundboard and then just closed it. Yeah. <laughs> like no. you were checking your. I thought you were going to the soundboard, but you were just checking your calendar. I don't know. Yeah, I was actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, so we're going on that camping trip. And then on the 10th, when it's all finished with, we are going to be doing, well, those conspiracy guys are doing a live show in the Sugar Club on the 10th of October. And we'll be joining them in some capacity. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. Well, we might just be sitting in the back drinking like, but we'll yeah, be there. At the very least, you can meet us and, you know, but like, I'll shake your hand, but, you know, be be nice. There'll be some panel discussion anyway, and we'll be we'll, involved in that in some way. Yeah, we'll at some point be in front of a mic, I'm sure. Yeah. Even if it's not, like, plugged in. <laughs> we'll just yeah, be yeah. standing in front of a mic. Yeah. And that's pretty much all the updates. They're the same updates as last week, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is there anything else? There's no, no other important news. Actually, one thing I... I must say is like we we have been getting a lot of mail and stuff on Facebook and Twitter, just different yep. places, and... Uh, only half of it's replied to, but uh, if you haven't got a reply, it's been read. Yeah, uh, you you will get a reply, I'm sure, at some point. Hopefully. Shane's making that promise, I'm not. <laughs> I was just going to leave yeah. it with, like, just know it's been read and I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I might I'll, not get to reply I'll, to reply. I'll try to find time to reply to stuff when I'm commuting. And things like yeah, that, like yeah, the easiest thing might be to do, like, a mailbag episode, because it's easier to just fucking That's a good talk idea. than, like, to write out each reply yeah but also uh if you're not on our discord server it's the acolytes of apocalypse discord join there it's easier to just reply to people on discord like, yeah it's very instant i think people need to realize that sometimes their messages just aren't worth replying to yeah you're right i guess Probably yeah, not yeah. position, but yeah some aren't worth most no. of the mails are worth replying to yeah because they're genuinely really good yeah. nice we barely get around to recording episodes, so like, yeah, we're replying trying. to mails can be can be just as hard. No, yeah, mail, a mailbag episode is a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, so we'll do, do that. that we probably like Darren. You probably we probably won't need you for that episode. Yeah, we won't need you for that, man. Would be cool. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, we're talking nukes. If yeah. Ireland was nuked, or if we're in the path of uh, a nuke, yeah, uh, fallout, whatever. Yeah, well, um. Like a couple of ways of looking at that, 
straight off, um, we're a very small country. So in the event of all-out nuclear war, would we necessarily be hit, you know, with directly? Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, we, we would never be a target. No, not but, intentionally. Like, but a stray, a stray missile could make its way yeah, here. Possibly. Like right here? You'd assume if Dublin was attacked, it, like it'd be very coincidental for like a stray missile to land in the capital. Like, yeah, exactly. It'd it just be, be like, like right in the middle of the country. Yeah, it'd like, have to, or like Cove down in Cork or somewhere like that. Was yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's where our military, or our navy base is, is Hub Island, which is down in Cove. Mm. Cove, Cove. <laughs> yeah. The area is called Cove, but it, it is a cove. So, yeah, it's confusing. The other possibility, too, though, is that it would just, like, it could just fucking land in the ocean but would yeah. still be close enough yeah. to us to affect us or even actually which is very likely is uh one going off in the air like even okay. even if a nuke went off way above ground like almost like you're yeah, talking right. thousands of meters up we're still going to have a huge amount of effects of fallout uh the emp will probably knock out our electronics things like that so well like an air burst is yeah. historically that's like uh, hiroshima and yeah. nagasaki were bought Airbursts, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They went. They were only about, I think, like 100, 200 feet off the ground, though. They were pretty close. Yeah, yeah. But, but the idea, like, an airburst is going to cause more instantaneous yeah. effects. Like, an airburst is going to be more powerful. Uh, for, like, ground zero is going to. The, the, the fireball radius. Yeah, sorry, yeah, fireball radius. Yeah. Is going to be greater for an airburst than it would be for a surface explosion. Yeah. And it's going to, like, it's going to kill more people in that region in ground zero. Whereas yeah. a surface explosion will kill less people at ground zero, but will have more rubble that will turn into fallout and it will spread more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's, there's no resistance. So it just spreads out more in the yeah. air. Where so the higher, the higher up, like the higher off the surface, the explosion, the yeah. less fallout, but the more, essentially the more oxygen has to play with. So the greater, yeah. the, the greater the actual explosion. Yeah. You get a bigger, uh, reaction from yeah i know why did we go into that i mean it's important to go into it but you're so yeah i was saying else. like that that we wouldn't be hit like the odds of us being targeted are very slim but something like that could easily happen yeah yeah like someone someone launches a nuke at london say and it just happens to be flying over ireland coming from that direction and then they have they try and shoot it down and then it, it blows up above ireland <laughs> you know yeah that's yeah. that's probably more likely than dublin and Dublin being targeted. So I never really thought about it like that. That it would be so, something being shot that, like it, it, something's going for England. They're like, we need to shoot that down. It's like, well, it's over Ireland. Two two birds, one stone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where uh, the English government go. Ah, it's only the population of Manchester. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. You were saying you done some. Yeah, I tests. did some. I did some number of tests on. Um, NuclearSecrecy.com? Yeah, which is the coolest tool ever. It is so much fun. Have you seen this? Uh, no. No, it is so much fun. You put it in the city, you can pick your megaton of weapon, and then you put it where you want, and you like you detonate a, a nuke, and you <laughs> set the wind direction and everything, and then it tells you the fallout, how many people are killed, and everything. it shows you the radius. It is the best thing ever. It's so much fun. Yeah, you can go as far to, like, the humanitarian crisis. Like, it will tell you yeah. <laughs> uh, how much it'll cost and damage and stuff. Yeah, you can go really far with it. But, and uh, you can launch multiple ones. Like, you, do, you can do multiple oh, yeah. nukes all over. Yeah, so, you so lose hours of time just playing, like, nuke the world. 
Yeah. And uh, so I I decided to nuke Ireland, right? Just as for an experiment. Not in real life. <laughs> just, just so people know. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, a and, theoretical, a simulation of what yeah. would happen like so, if, if a rogue county like Longford wanted to nuke Dublin. Yeah. Bastards. <laughs> so I thought one of the most important things I thought was going to be fallout. So I decided to look at average wind direction and stuff like that. So the first thing I did was figure out um, what was the most common wind direction for Ireland. And I found on like Medairn, which is our weather organization. Um, and I found this really cool statistic which showed um, they broke it down from between 1st January 1942 to the 31st, 31st of December 2014 that the majority of the wind came from, uh, was it came in a northeast, uh, yeah, the winds from northeast uh, occur the least often. Yeah. So the most, the highest wind is, uh, well, they're southeasterly winds. Now, this could be confusing. That means it's coming from that direction. So the wind blows. Yeah, we, in we an, get westerly wind. Yeah, so it blows northeast. So most of our wind goes towards, like, Scotland, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming across Ireland and going up towards Scotland, above us. So for new kits, Dublin, the biggest fallout is, it would actually reach Scotland. Yeah, yeah. So it's all going, it's all going out to sea. Yeah, and that, but that's like, so that sounds like a, a saving grace. It's like, oh, we got a westerly wind. So like, yeah. if something hit Dublin, it'd be blown the, the opposite direction rather than moving inland. Yeah. Well, it means like when nukes hit their likely target, which is places in America. We we'll get some of the winds. We, we yeah. get the winds coming from that direction. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, so looking at that, I, I use that as my main wind direction for all my nukes. Um, so I decided to pick a nice, modest, good sized nuke. I went with 800 kilotons, which is, it's kind of high. Like most, most of the missiles that are in silos are between 100 and 300. And a few good sized ones would be 800. And there's crazy ones that, like, well, that like are think, megatons. Like the, the most recent North Korea one that they tested is 150. Yeah. Like, that's what people are playing with now. Like, Yeah, it's around the 100. Where, like, Hiroshima was, like, 15 kilotons. 20. 20, was it? Yeah. Or, well, maybe Hiroshima. I know Nagasaki was 20 anyway. Oh, yeah. Okay. But which is... Yeah, actually, I think it's... Nagasaki was 20 and Hiroshima was 15. But the yeah. fifth, but more people were killed in Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, so I went to the 800 because I thought it was a nice middle number because there's crazy big ones. Yeah, that yeah. They, they have ones that are like 300 megatons, which are just insane. <laughs> yeah, um, the biggest one tested was uh, 100 megaton. Yeah, which the is... Tsar Bomba or Bomba? It was uh, the Russian and Soviets, obviously. Yeah, of course. It's called Tsar. Yeah. But I think that's still like... Like 150 is kind of like the, uh, like that's what people will be using now. Yeah, yeah. But I decided to go big destruction just to try it out. But I also have yeah. stats on ones that are 100. So, but just to give you an idea of, so total population of Dublin, last known was 1.2 million. So straight away from the head of the bomb, if it's right in the middle, like you're talking like O'Connell Bridge, O'Connell Street, kind of right in the heart of the city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 175,540. dead instantly yeah okay nice. and then uh, estimated injuries from like just from people burned and buildings uh, evapor- like destroyed and everything you're having 308 308,850 oh. <clears throat> okay um 
it's an odd choice of sounds to play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that, that one was called Kill Streak. I was expecting. I was expecting more. No, I'm sorry. No, that was on me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, um, um, conservatively, turn. Um, and and then in any given 24 hour period, as a result of that, people in the proximity affected by the detonation casualties. Um, you're talking up to 953,906 people. It kind of works now. It's going to come full circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I like that now. That's good. So the fireball radius at this size is 1.15 kilometers. Now, this is a ground hit, not an air hit. Yeah, yeah. Right? But is that's that squared kilometers? No, an area of square kilometer is 4.15 kilometers. So... Like squared, that's all of Dublin. Yeah, like that's yeah, the that's the heart of the city gone. Like just vaporized. And then if it was an air blast, you're talking twelve point eight kilometers of destruction. Yeah, yeah, squared. Like which is huge. Just talking about like radiation. Oh, this is I love how this is described. Is uh, so up to two hundred ninety six kilometers squared, which is huge area yeah, yeah. right Massive. well it's 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 9.7 kilometers out from the center yeah right uh well, you talk is this for what's this for the radiation radius or no this is like the effects of like the heat and everything right this, okay. is, this is this is uh third degree burns people still get third degree burns so nearly 10 kilometers away from this from the heart of it so if it hits o'connell street if you're 10 kilometers away from o'connell street you could still get a third degree burn. Yeah, yeah. So this is like the thermal radiation. Yeah, yeah. So. Just like the initial flash yeah, yeah. of the blast. So you talk third degree burns extending throughout the layers of the skin and are often painless because they destroy the pain nerves. Uh, they can cause severe scarring and disemblement dis- uh, uh, and can require amputation. 100% probability for third degree burns at this distance. Yeah, and that's what, what was the kiloton? That was 800 now, so it was much bigger. 800 kiloton. Yeah, yeah. And then I decided, I decided to also, I hit one at Belfast. And again, the same, all the fallout went, like the same wind direction, all the fallout went all over Scotland and stuff like that. But uh, they have a population of, um, I couldn't find an exact population number, but Northern Ireland has a population of 1.2 million. And Belfast City is about 65%. So, yeah. um, and if the, oh sorry, city centre I got was about 333,000. 800 so nearly 334,000 people in 2015 like right in the heart of the city um so your estimated fatalities from that would be 156,300 and then injured is another 132,000 and then over the 24 hours people affected by like burns and all that kind of stuff you're talking 450,000 yeah uh years and you're Going back to the third degree burns, again, the same. It's about, it's because the same size bomb. He's still talking the 10 kilometers, um, which is crazy. And then I hit Cork as well. And they have a current population of 542,000. Their estimated fatalities would be about 78,000. And then injuries, another 68. And then over the 24 hours, 223,000. Yeah. So if all three cities were hit at once, total estimated killed right away. At once is four hundred and ten thousand hundred and eighty. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite yeah a lot. <laughs> and then injured is five hundred and nine thousand six hundred and one. 
Alright. Now, I know these are very high numbers, because I'm looking at the 800 kilotons. But with a 100 kiloton, which is a bit more likely, the 100, 150, um, Dublin instantly killed 71,000. That's about 420 over 24 hours of, like, severely injured, affected by it. Cork was 24,000, severely injured 140,000. Uh, Belfast, 50,000 killed instantly over 24 hours, 266,000. Again, your total is 140 set, or 145 dead, uh, instantly injured, 260. That's, like, that's three, third degree burns. It's like yeah, 260,000 yeah. people uh, with a smaller bump. That's just bonkers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Like, we, I guess we were kind of blessed by the westerly winds in that sense. Yeah. But, um, but if, but as well, the way it looked on the map, right? If Cork was hit with a nuke rather than Dublin, all the fallout goes right across the country yeah, and hits yeah. Dublin as well. But also, we 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 kind of rely on too much on the way, like, if there's a storm in Russia, yeah, we we get fallout. Like, we we get easterly winds. Like, yeah, yeah. If this it's, is a, um, it's like it's not as high, but yeah still pretty yeah but also like the the whole fear with sellafield like is because it's on the coast like and wind patterns will be different coastally yeah and any sort of a storm in the atlantic will bring that that fallout in our direction like yeah so like it it it, in the complete worst case scenario like if a hundred megaton so it's way more powerful oh yeah was to hit London, which is that's what the Tsar bomber was that the Soviets had. If that was to hit London, yeah, London would be the, a huge target. But the the fallout that would, would it would go past Ireland, like yeah, yeah, the bottom half of Ireland, you would be taking a thousand rad or sorry, a hundred rads, yeah, an hour if you're to be out in the open oh, there. My God, like that's how powerful, and that's not that much. Like it's that means you would need to stay out for a, like a whole day before you got radiation. Yeah. sickness but still like that's yeah quite did powerful. you did you do that test on the same site or yeah yeah i just have like a screenshot that i took before yeah um but uh it's a fun site to play with yeah i love it nuke in the world nuke in cities where, where else did you nuke um most of the world yeah <laughs> yeah well the day i did that well one of the guys in work is from mexico and i was like where's your hometown <laughs> and he was he was just sitting at his desk and he was like oh it's called this blah 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 and I typed it into Google I was like is that it he's like yeah yeah I was like I just nuked <laughs> and then I was like you know 59,000 people were killed instantly doing all the same stats with him and he was just like oh my god <laughs> if you were going to nuke anywhere where would it be in real life um, god you know when you finally got faced with a question like that <laughs> yeah. So many options. Yeah. I Who do we not need? <laughs> the obvious one would be Cork, couldn't it, love? <laughs> but as I said, the fallout, it's yeah. going to affect all of us. Well, maybe you just, just take... It just yeah, just go fallout. down with them. <laughs> yeah, is, is it worth taking? Yeah. True capital, my ass. That's the... Um, like we're, we're so lucky where the distance we are from New York. Like, Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, that's it. Like we we still get stung pretty bad. Yeah, but because see, we're thinking about like oh, if a nuke hit here and if it, and all that, but like yeah, yeah. Realistically, it won't be like one nuke hit in New York. It'll be like sixty hitting yeah everywhere around us. Like 
that's it. Like, like if there is, yeah, you're talking like all out nuclear war. It's we're the odds of us being directly hit are pretty slim, but like Paris, London, uh, Berlin, they're not that far away. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we have that wind coming that way. So if uh, like that, like New York is hit, or um, yeah, well, eventually if yeah. enough fallout is fucking shot up into the air, it's just yeah. going to stay there. It doesn't matter how slow the the wind is or what direction yeah. it's going. It's going to like circle back to you eventually. Yeah, it's even just constantly going on. That's it. Like I, I had a look at um, there was this experiment done. So I, I can look at that, which is the more likely thing is if we're not directly hit. These researchers in Colorado, they studied the effects of a nuclear conflict on Earth. And they were kind of looking more at like the climate effects. And they, went, they took uh, 100 small nukes. So they went for the 15 uh, kiloton, which is the smallest, yeah, pretty yeah. much. And they decided if Pakistan... Um, oh, I saw this. I yeah, 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 it yeah. So it was... Theirs was... Um, what was it? Sorry, India and Pakistan. I was like, what was the other country? Uh, so India and Pakistan, basically, they throw 50 of these at each other. This is the experiment they did. Yeah. And how would it affect the world? And basically, like, the consequences are just mad because it's... Uh, yeah, it's so like the, a 150 ton of smoke. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the there's just going to... It's going to block out so much sunlight that... Uh, a third of the world's food is gone within yeah. one season because there's not enough sunlight and the band that it would affect. Um, we'd have worldwide famine. Uh, worldwide temperatures are going to drop by like two degrees. Yeah, uh, within a year as well. As all yeah, yeah, they broke it down into years. So I have like year zero is five megatons of black carbon is released into the atmosphere, which absorbs sunlight and begins to cool the planet. Uh, the black carbon also kills millions of people. And then you have acid rain and black rain, um, like this like sticky black rain, ash rain that comes down. After year one, the average surface, temp- surface temperature has dropped by one degree Celsius, two degrees Fahrenheit. Year two, crop, crop, crop growing season has been shortened by 10 days. Uh, year five, the average temperature has dropped by two degrees and it's colder than it's ever been in a thousand years which is kind of mad to think yeah. of it that way. Uh, the ozone is also 25% thinner, increasing UV rays. So even though there's less sunlight, you can there's get burned burned more yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. less protection on the atmosphere. After 10 years, the ozone has recovered slightly. <laughs> After 20 years, the temperatures will start to come back up, but they're still cooler than it is now. Um and then after 26 years, our rainfall still hasn't recovered. We still have 5% less rainfall than we do today. Um, and that's just in one little region of the world yeah, yeah, yeah. that they have a nuclear war. So think With about like it from baby nukes compared to yeah, what's, what's which which is what and most nukes in every silo are a minimum hundred kilotons. Yeah, yeah, of all like of Russia and America and London or yeah. England and and France. they also have ones that are in megatons as well. Like yeah, which are really scary. Yeah. Uh, and it's a case, like, you can have, well, what the case with a lot of them, they might have, like, a bunch of, like, 20 kiloton bombs, but they're, yeah. there's 20 of them on a missile as well, like, and they're, yeah. dro- they're dropped as the missile, but they, they hit key targets in one, like... Oh, swing. they're, like, bang, 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 yeah. like, wow, I didn't know that. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. So you just get, like, a chain of nukes going one after the other. 
Essentially, yeah, yeah. That's Which insane. That they can do that, yeah. That makes sense that well, they can do that, they, but I never thought of that. Be, they'd all be air bursts as well. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be fur taking out key targets that they were. They just wanted to completely just, destroy military blankets like, and stuff. Yeah. That's mad because... So that's where they'd be using the lore, like yeah. the 15 kiloton bombs. But like when you think of... Oh, so when they say like India, Pakistan sending 50 to each other, I was like, that's crazy. That's a huge amount. But that's probably like three missiles each. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing it that way. Yeah. <laughs> like when you think about it. So that's pretty... That's way more likely than I was led to believe by just reading this study. <laughs> that's really scary. Um, uh, Dundalk as well. <laughs> oh, that's where you take out. Such a delayed answer. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <you t> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dundalk's a good one. Thing is, though, yeah, like, Dundalk's good. Taking yeah. out Dundalk, like you probably I don't care. Don't. <laughs> Do you know what'd be really funny though? If you you hit Dundalk with a nuke, right? It would look the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's this miserable grey city. It's just like it's just this miserable grey city that used to be like it was a. I was thinking of Drotted though. I was confused. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of Drotted as well. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of Drotted as well. Sorry, sorry, Dundalk. No, I think they're both horrible. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> they're so they're both in. The same county as well, like so it's easily. Yeah, they're about lay with, aren't they? Yeah, it's gone. It's just gone. So, would you take out just Dundalk then, or would you do Drada as well? Um, this? probably Dundalk first. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so Darren, you saying like you get like a nice like little like baby nuke, like a five kiloton? No, no. I, you know, my dad used to always say to me, "Do it once, do it right." Yeah. So. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, so you're like. You going like three hundred megaton? Right. No, yeah. no, that that would just take a big chunk out of Ireland. Yeah, because <laughs> like you live bite. So, you're, you're not a million miles from them. That's, yeah, you know, we all have to sacrifice. Yeah, make sacrifices. We all have to go sometime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. You've got the website there. What would be the best? I don't have it open on my can, phone. Do you have it open there? Well, I'll open it and we'll, so, we'll, we'll let's let's nuke Dundalk. Yeah. Let's okay. Nuke yeah. Dundalk what what here. size nuke do you want to use? Well, this is a good experiment. Um, okay, Dundalk. Right, so, sorry, Dundalk. Gary. My friend Gary is from Drada. Oh, well, that's Dundalk in Baltimore. <laughs> well, hang on, Drada might be spared. Probably will. It probably not, won't it's be. Gone, isn't it? It's gone, isn't um, I didn't realise there was a Dundalk in, in Baltimore. No. I wonder which... That, any, that's gone too. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere that bears the name. Any, any Irish town or city, there is also one in America. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's a small town, like with a population yeah, no, of like a hundred people. It's just funny it? that it's Baltimore because, like, I'm only going by the wire, but the wire's its portrayal of Baltimore seems like it would be the Dundalk there might be the exact same as the Dundalk here. Oh right, okay, yeah. Like I'd say, there, it, you've seen the wire. It's a bleak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bleak. Yeah. So what? What will we go with? Will we go with smaller nuke? Like, well, we start down the bottom. Do, well, do you want to? Do you want to try the average? As I was saying, is a hundred kiloton. Okay. Or do you want to try the small, like... Well, no, let's, let's go average. Let's go average. Because say, say that's all that they have. Yeah, go the average. There's one there It's called US-UK or something. Well, we, can go with, uh, we can go with a 10 kiloton. Oh, that's pretty small. Yeah. Or we can go with, like, a... 
a hundred T, which is like just like a crude terrorist nuke, which is what we. Oh well, hang on, now. we're not terrorists. Oh, well, that's just fine. okay. It's, yeah, it's so. that, that's just, like a dirty bomb, though, nearly is it? Yeah, pretty much. We'll go. We'll go fifteen. So yeah, it's not the, really an act of terror. Like it's just. It's, it's kind of a, a, it's kind of improving. Yeah, I would experience. call it euthanasia. Yeah. <laughs> We're going twenty twenty. Yeah, kill the sun. Put Dundalk out of the misery. Are we doing surface or airburst? Uh, surface, like the expert. You, you're going to take your if you want to make sure the job's done. Yeah, like surface is probably the go- best way to go, but you're going to get fallout. But like you said, sacrifice. Yeah. Let's just go. Yeah, surface like that's where you're doing, you're doing damage. Like you're you're evaporate like evaporating. Um, well, you're evaporating. definitely going to take out all the vaporizing. Is the word I want to say. Yeah, you're evaporating. I can't talk. You don't want to have to go back. Yeah. Well, your issue is with the region, not the people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah, surface no, 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 is yeah, the yeah, yeah. surface is the way to go. I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, the people will be there, but like, do you that's... have any listeners in Dundalk? Uh. Is Gary from Dundalk or Drotada? Um, Drotada. Drotada. Yeah. Oh, well, then. Then, no. Then, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? No, we're good. This uh, doesn't reach that far at all. Oh, yeah. Well, you can were, we get on one go? Go on one go. You, uh, this is... This is how things would be looking. That's Dundalk there. So, like, you're still... Is it all going up north, then? Yeah, yeah, you're sending it up north. Sorry. And not even, like, uh, you know, not to the most populous, popular region, either, like... You might take a Carrick Fergus or something, or it's yeah. some fallout. Well, phone ahead. <laughs> see, yeah, see, I thought you'd... I thought I'd Oh, go, it doesn't even get to Scotland, then. Yeah, yeah, so the Scots oh, are yeah. safe if we take out Dundalk. Um, well, it's a little nuke, anyway. Yeah. You know, it's a 10 kiloton, yeah. Uh, but that's I all went, you need. I want 20. Oh, you went 20, well, yeah, Can yeah. we scale it down a bit? Can we go for precision? Can we be can we be a bit of a, a sniper sort of with this, if that makes sense? Like, well, just yeah. I mean, Darren, if, you, if you're going to use a nuke, use a fucking nuke. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, the low, like, six kiloton is the lowest you can really go before you're just using, like, crude terrorist stuff, you know? Yeah, well, we're not, yeah. Six kiloton doesn't actually do a whole lot. Like, the oh. fireball radius is very small. There's a huge radiation zone, but you're not taking out all of Dundalk. Like you, the fireball radius is for for your purpose. There's yeah. still be building standing. You need, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, that's you not, want a big fireball radius, and yeah, you're not getting that with a uh, with a six kiloton. I think you'd need to go twenty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, for future reference, you look like you're writing your manifesto there. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a twenty kiloton. <laughs> I'll listen back. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> if if. Like we're we're only going for Dundalk, so we're not going to we're not yeah. going to be involved in the actual nuclear war. We'll just yeah, yeah. be operating. We've got our own little mission there. Well, I, think the re- I think the rest of the world then would be pretty happy with us, so they probably wouldn't. They might bring one. They probably peace. leave leave Ireland out of it, like <laughs> peace on earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've played their part. Martyrs of peace. Yeah, Dundalk. <laughs> yeah. Why the knock exactly? Just have you ever have you had bad experiences in the? Oh, I just I had to walk around there in the rain a few times. It's just yeah, it was early in the morning. I wasn't. That's fair enough. I've had bad experiences. You were like, had wet feet. Oh uh, yeah. 
I've had bad experiences in Drada. Yeah. We tried yeah. filming stuff in Drada and every time yeah, I did, it, it just went wrong. Yeah. And we got trapped, trapped there. One oh, night. yeah. We got, they stopped the trains and we got trapped. Oh. And then they organized a taxi. Like, a taxi to bring us home. Cost like 150 euro or something. Yeah, yeah but they, pay, they were paying yeah. the bill. There was a train crash or something, wasn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah but like, it was... It wasn't like an act. Like, it was like they fucked up and like... Oh, yeah, it was like a train went through a signal and it shouldn't have. Yeah. And like, I think it just like rammed into <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Nobody died or anything. No, it was probably two like cargo trains or something. Yeah. yeah. But either way, like we were the ones that suffered really because we were trying yeah. to draw it for a night. Yeah. Lost all our Dundalk and draw it to listeners. Thank God. That was a good way to weed them out. <laughs> they're, they're probably all right back to going yeah man it's a shit <laughs> um, it. yeah I'd nuke it too um, but yeah so either way what, what we've concluded is no matter what happens Ireland would still be a bit fucked as would yeah. anywhere and like like that's on a small scale one now if you take say the classic which is you throw Russia, China, America into the mix and they all throw nukes at each other and we're not hit with anything. The entire North Hemisphere is just fucked. It's gone into nuclear winter. There yeah. is, um, you're going to be, um, like the only food that's going to be able to be grown is in like really Southern countries. So yeah, Australia yeah. might be okay. And, uh, like lower South America and stuff. Yeah. They'll, they'll still be the food producers of the world now. <laughs> so yeah so so let's focus on like us yeah. the day after like say so the the nuclear war breaks out this evening and it's and like and it's finished yeah when it lasts for 20 hours like it lasts yeah, through yeah. through the night and until the fucking the, the the dead hand rushes dead hand system that goes off tomorrow night like oh um, yeah no not that because that just destroyed the entire world have you ever heard about the dead hand no, system no. They don't know if it's still in operation, but it was during the Cold War. Uh, Russia had this plan. It was called the Dead Hand System. I think they had a better uh, their yeah. own name for it. The Dead Hand was the nickname. But it was basically, you know, in Lost, where they put in the code every so many, oh, yeah, 42 yeah. minutes or whatever it is. It's basically that. Oh, no. Yeah, the idea was that if... Well, it, now, to be fair to them, they had a few precautions. So it was like, yeah. if the code wasn't put in, or whatever, a missile that would be sent through Russia and it essentially scans for radiation. And if it picks up radiation, it knows that it's been hit and then the signal to launch the remaining stockpile is yeah. sent. So everything Russia had would just be launched. Yeah. So if, so, so if another country was bombing Russia, yeah, killed all the people, and then was still bombing them, then the system would go off. And, wow. and all their missiles would just be sent. All, wherever everything. the targets were but like they would launch everything and it would just be it was would destroy the world like yeah yeah because <laughs> everything's just set to go this is the final fuck you basically yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's the proper like it was scare- guy drowning holding his middle finger up as he goes down <laughs> under the water it was a scare tactic it was like if you do bomb us out of it and yeah. there's nothing left yeah. then you will you, you will have the same fate like so it's like mutually assured destruction yeah so it's not quite like, you know, the guy whose job it is to type it in, like one day he gets diarrhea and we're all dead. Like it's okay, not quite right that there. bad, but mm. it's not too but far it's close over. enough. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like something being automatic. Like. No. But we don't know if it's still in operation. 
Yeah. Apparently it's not, but yeah. why would you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like how are things come like tomorrow morning we wake up after the after yeah. the nukes have and, and fallen. We, we wake up and we're like, Oh my god. We weren't hit. Oh phew. Yeah. And then your next question is like, well what do you do? Like do you do you straight away start stockpiling? Uh, yes. <laughs> so as we've talked about, we mentioned this on the last episode actually, like so every city in the world roughly has a three day supply of food. Dublin would be no different. So that's what we yeah. have to work with. Well that's per person, isn't it? Or just the city in general is the idea, yeah. Yeah, we would have yeah, like there'd be three days per person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're operating with like if we're only we might be getting fallout at this point, but we haven't uh nobody's died in the destruction like so yeah we have the three days because like yeah if if like 10 percent of the population was left well then that becomes 40 days of food per person oh yeah so now it's time to start picking people <laughs> <off>. <laughs> like the less the less the, the less people the more supplies you would have yeah but we'd be operating with pretty much a full population at this point so you only have three days yeah and straight away people will go to supermarkets and fucking take more than the like you know everything's going to be gone straight away yeah i think like instantly you're just going to have like serious panic at the supermarkets and people like beating the shit out of each other for the last like carton of powdered milk and this kind of stuff yeah and it's like with fuel as well you have four days of fuel oh yeah which you you, maybe you'd want to start hoarding that even even just for like generators and stuff because because like that if we're not hit there's going to be some air blasts. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of electricity is going to be thrown out by EMPs and things like that. Even if it's, even if it just throws out, say, the power in Dublin, because we're the closest to England geographically. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do we get hit with the EMP? So there's no power in Dublin. And say maybe like the rest of the country is fine. It's still going to be an issue <laughs> i imagine like the power wouldn't the power shut down fairly soon anyway because if there was an all-out nuclear war nobody's going to work like who's yeah. working yeah, yeah. The power? like in a week or two wouldn't you you'd imagine we just lose everything anyway yeah nobody goes to uh like there, goes so to, say a nuclear war breaks out sunday night and you, right. you've got work monday do you go to work no (laughs) (laughs) well it's it's funny you say that because i uh i was reading up about it and the same it happened in uh hiroshima and happened on 9-11 as well where um people just like went to school and worked the next day and they had like they had like flat like the skin hanging off them and stuff because all the nerves were burned they couldn't feel anything and they were like oh i'm fine even though my arm is now melted to my chest and they just kind of thought, like, out of shock, they sort of just, they just went to work yeah. and they went to school. Even though, like, so there was literally people walking in the street and, like, opening the door of their office. And then the office wasn't off. there, it was just a door <laughs> and this kind of stuff. <laughs> and even even on 9-11, firefighters found, um, there was there was one specific case where they went into an office to pull people out. And there was a guy walking around with his secretary and she was like taking notes of, he was making memos and replying to emails. And she was like sitting there, like typing up what he was saying and stuff. Like they were just kept working. Is it like a sense of denial maybe? Yeah. It was this kind of like thing of shock of like, they just didn't know what to do. So they just kept doing what they were doing. Because it's normal and maybe it's comforting. Like it doesn't surprise me that like Japanese people would just go to work the next day. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's like things continue as normal. I'm sure the trains still run on time. Like, yeah, <laughs> they just 
the train just pulls in and pushes the old train out of the way. <laughs> like, what, this frame on on wheels? Well, yeah, but nobody would be going to work. Uh, no. There it, might it, be a few cases so, yeah, like that. yeah, this is Ireland. Nobody's going to no, work No one the wants next to day. go to work here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> if it was like, nuclear day! Yeah. If, if Ireland, like, if, like, the day after a Conor McGregor fight, nobody goes to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so after a nuclear war, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so you lose, you lose power either way. Like, the entire country loses yeah. power just from, like, nobody there to, to man it, to operate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, almost with that idea of, like, oh, you know, the government would do something. <laughs> They've gone. No, our, the, the advice in, like, the, the booklets that were sent around to homes in Ireland during the Cold War was, like, that in the event of a nuclear war, we were to, to contact your local guardie. Like, <laughs> what do you do? Like, you ring your local guard station and yeah. tell them like oh nuke went off I'd like to report uh, a nuke <laughs> a nuke yeah like it was more to ask them for advice I suppose well I think so but like I mean because because like that our, our civil defense like the actual civil defense service or what are they called again the I've got the book that they sent around up there yeah I can't think of their names um, is it just it's just, it's civil just a civil defense, defense isn't it yeah, yeah yeah and like there's like a hundred of them like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it would be their job to like take over the situation and provide aid and bring food to places. But like they're there for like flood relief. Yeah. yeah. They're not there for like in the event of nuclear war. And, and again, like our army is what? It's about 5,000. Is it? And then the Navy's 2,000, something like that. Like something all those lads are going home. Uh, Shane knows this, but you probably wouldn't. My, my granddad was in the civil defense force and his job yeah. was he just, during the cold war like he sat in this little bunker essentially in awfully and his job was just to keep track of all the relay information coming from around europe so as if there was a nuclear war or a bomb dropped anywhere he just had to pass on that information to the next bunker until it got to wherever. So he just wow. had to, his job was to warn people if there was a nuclear war. So like in Lord of the Rings where they light the fires. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was one of those guys. Cool. Be good at sweet deal. You don't really have to do a whole lot. I know, yeah, but yeah. the day the day a nuke it's your job to like tell everybody essentially. Yeah, yeah. But imagine doing that job, right? Doing that job in the seventies and eighties where you don't have YouTube to entertain you all day. That's the thing. Or the internet. Like, what do you do? Read a book? Well, they, they, read read a penthouse magazine? What you're doing is probably, <laughs> like, Morse code and stuff, so you probably have to be paying attention to everything. Yeah, I know, yeah. Detail, like, It'd be so mind-numbing. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't just put on a podcast. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Chill out. Yeah. You'd, be li- you'd be listening to <laughs> the radio. Now, you, you could listen. You could... Like, oh, he's listening to new Joe Rogan. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> see, I didn't... <laughs> yeah, where he was probably, like, listening to Gay Byrne on the radio. But then you think as well, like, say when something was going down, do you think it'd be so, it'd be, would you start kind of second guessing and go, is this it? It's, it's, should I, should I, that's what I'd be stressed about, like that I wouldn't, I'd be like, is that it? Does, should, should I pass this on or is this nothing? And then like, yeah. and then it's where you just drop the ball, like at the last minute, like, and you're like, oh no. Well, there's, there's loads of stories of that, like, like with that whole Russian dead hand system. It wasn't quite the oh, yeah. dead hand system, but there was another one where, uh, they got a reading that there was like a missile coming from America towards Russia and they had like two two minutes to respond to send like all their nukes essentially. And the guy whose job it was to 
pressed the final button was just like maybe it's wrong and so he and so he waited and not and hit and it turned out it was a glitch in the system but he was clearly he did he was that was just fear of being i'm about to kill the world Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. i could be killing millions here so he he obviously like he thought it was happening but he just didn't want to do it so he just had that little bit of doubt that just I so just just held his hand for those. Yeah. Oh, that's God. why we live in the world we live in. <laughs> but it's it's because of cowards. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's what it is. But but of course, the the solution that superiors have come up with to all these things is to then computerize it all. So yeah, take out human, like take out the human error factor. Basically, they put in. So it's a computer's decision to decide if that's real or not. Then, oh. which is even more terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you see, I was thinking more that he was like being Hirogo. No, I don't believe it. But do you think it was just that he he kind of just fucked up, and then his <laughs> fuck up actually like saved like all these people, millions. Yeah. Well, I don't think necessarily fucked up. I think I'd be the, like if you were if you your job to press a button that could kill millions. Like, yeah. Would you? Do you think you'd be able to do that's it? That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I, what I was saying. I don't know if I'd like that job in the bunker because when it came down to it, then I'd start being like, uh, is this, you know, should I, should I not? And there was Unless a, it was Drahada. Dundalk. Or Dundalk. Yeah. There was another, there was another <laughs> very similar one only in the States where, again, you know, they had fucking readings that like, only it was something mad, like the 20 missiles were coming from America. <laughs> oh, yeah. And... They were set to okay. We're we have to retaliate, and then one guy spoke up and was like, "Oh wait, I turned on a simulation." Oh, <laughs> wait, can you imagine? You're, you're the guy who's like, you're sitting there and you're like, "I wonder what that button does." Oh, and and then you and then you're like, "Sorry, sir, sorry, sorry, um, ca- captain, I." Captain, um, but that's what would have happened like, if I was yeah. that guy because you have like two minutes before to decide. I for those entire two minutes, like, oh, I'm gonna look really stupid. Maybe I'll just just let it I'll just let it happen. You know, because you could just like go to the bathroom and then walk back in from the bathroom when like a shit's going down and be like, oh my god, what's going on here? You know, I think I did that once in school when a real teacher was going mental about something, so I just got up and left and went to the jacks. But I came back in, it was like I'd missed. Like I don't oh, remember what it was over. Missed yeah, oh, what's going on here? Um, so you could do that. Or you could do the whole like, d- d- was somebody at this? This, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's who was at my desk? Oh, Jenkins. Oh. I'm sorry, that's fucking Jenkins yeah. guy. He always comes here. Like, I know <laughs> he left. A, he's always look the pack of crisps. That's oh, yeah. a clear sign. <laughs> it's always him. Look, what are they? Yeah, Tato. Yeah, that's him, man. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The>, uh... <laughs> what was? Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be something else. <laughs> no, I think it's good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the <laughs> where were we? Um, well, yeah, we're just generally talking about the, the, yeah, yeah. It's a general working in that environment, I guess. But no, yeah. So we have to live with uh, after somebody could have fucked up. Maybe yeah, this yeah. guy did. Maybe, maybe that's how it all went off. Maybe it was. Um, some mad emperor or president or leader decided to go to war. We don't know, but uh, it's the world we're living in. So, what are our options? Like, we're so we, w- yeah, well, our options are we wake up the next day and we have probably no power. The city only has a three day supply of food, straight into food riots. Yeah, so we can just 
assume that happens. We know, like, probably four days of fuel for everybody. Yeah. Um, that'll be around a bit longer anyway. Nobody can hoard that much fuel. Do you stay right here? Is in in this house? Yeah, like we were talking about the earthquake one. Like, do you stay near the city or do you go country, which is our... I think you have to go country. Yeah, I'd be... If there's food riots and stuff. Yeah. And, like, you kind of have that thing of... Genuinely, you wouldn't know what the fuck happened. It's like, like, nukes go off. Like, media and news, like, they, they don't have a lot of time. By the time it all filters down... Like, it could be all over the internet, but if you're sitting watching Netflix, like at home, you're not going to know what's happened and you haven't looked at your phone or whatever. Like you, That's what I do worry about that. Like the odd time, like there's times where I've probably have gone a day where I haven't really checked my phone or the internet. Yeah. I might have just been watching like Game of Thrones or something. Yeah. Like how long could I go? Being disconnected from yeah, the world. Yeah, without knowing, oh, a nuclear war broke. Yeah. I was, what day was it? Friday? Uh, it was the London attack there, most recent one. Yeah. Uh, where they put the bomb on the train. That happened. At... <laughs> For a second, I forgot. I was like, oh, I guess I missed that until this moment. But no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I was um, Which is the fifth one in London this year, terrorist attack. Mm. Um, they said it's now the same frequency as how much we terrorized London in the 70s. <laughs> so not us specifically, just IRA and Irish and things which is mad. Um, but anyway, the... Uh, I think that happened early in the morning, like nine, ten o'clock kind of thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I heard about it at 4.30 p.m. because I was in work, wasn't paying attention. I was just like on the computer all day doing work. And then my sister texted me and said, oh, I'll just let you know I'm in London on business and I'm fine. And I was like, no, okay. I, I was like, <laughs> okay. And, and, and so then I Googled like London attack. And actually it was like the third or fourth search result. Because all the research results I got were for like older attacks. Huh. Yeah. Which was mad. Yeah, I'd say it was probably later in the day before I even heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very easy to miss that stuff nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, was, yeah, I put in London bombing and it was like third or fourth Google result. Because all the others were like obviously old ones by the dates on them. So I was like, yeah, well, yeah. That, no, okay, what happened? Um, it's crazy. So yeah, so if like nuclear war went out, especially if we're having a night, like it all, it all hit hit off like night time for us like nine ten o'clock at night and then you wake up the next morning it's like oh the world was nuked that'd be weird to see if you w- woke up in the morning and you're checking your like you're getting ready for work on your phone and you see that like there's been an all-out nuclear war you can imagine that, like so. you're in the morning like sitting eating your porridge being like oh my bus is in 20 minutes and you're just looking at your phone you're like, oh oh i don't have to go to work <laughs> the ultimate snow day <laughs> yeah, fallout day. <laughs> um, that's probably what I'd end up doing. Or like, I'll just play Fallout for a few hours just to get so, practiced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just like because I think I'd be like, this is the last time I'll ever be able to enjoy Fallout because from here on, <laughs> You're it's going it. to be the real. I'm going to be living in that world. So yeah, and it won't be anywhere near as cool. Yeah, and the power is going to be shut down soon. So I'll just like. Uh, yeah, yeah. one last go at the fantasy version of the apocalypse that sounds like a good plan yeah yeah might get some tips um, I was expecting something queued up there and you're letting us down here <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah no that's that, yeah yeah that worked 
where would you go, Darren, if you wake up in the morning? Uh, um, stay in bed. Probably just stay in bed, <laughs> yeah. It's warm. Like, in the mornings when you wake up, do you, is it one of the first things you do is look at your phone? Um... Like to look like do you do you do you stay in bed for ten minutes like looking at like news and things like no, that? No, I do the whole turn the alarm off snooze for five minutes and then eventually then it's too late and then I get up and I have to run. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um mine is it's one. I set about twenty alarms. Um yeah. Um, I would probably check it at some point. You drive to work, yeah. Uh, it depends. Usually, yeah, it depends. If if I'm on the train, I'll be on the train two days, so. If you, you see, I assume if you're if either of you are driving to work, you'll have the radio on. So you're, oh yeah, and but like if you, if you get to the point where you leave your house and you're on your way to work after a nuclear war, you're gonna know something's up. Like either oh, there's, know, yeah. there's either gonna be panic or there's gonna be silence. Like, well, actually, the thing is, I do get yeah. I get notifications. I get headlines actually do come up. So I probably oh yeah, my I've a new phone now. It does that actually, and I ignore them most of the time. Yeah, you see, I ignore them, but then I get I'm sure somebody texts me. Yeah, yeah, like I'm sure I'd hear from you. You start getting texts being like, "You okay?" It's on. Or I'd just I'd be like, uh, "Do you want to record an episode on this?" <laughs> yeah. like, I'll Skype you now. Oh, in a cash in on a flight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like, but I, I kind of like my my morning routine is like I get up, I get up, jump in the shower, and get dressed, and then I like sit and sit at breakfast, and I get up earlier than I have to because I like to just relax and have like. I take 10 minutes to eat my breakfast when I know I can eat it in like two minutes and I'll, I'll look at my phone and stuff. But what I'll mostly do is just watch something like I'll, I'll watch videos about nuclear war on YouTube and stuff like this. Like, and, um, so I don't, I don't take in any news. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll, and then when I get on the bus, then I read the news when I get on the bus. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably be standing waiting for my bus being like, where's the bus? And usually there's a queue. You know, yeah. <laughs> where's all the other people waiting for the bus? And then I'd look at my phone and be like, I'd, first thing I do is check the bus. And then it would probably be on their website, like, due to nuclear war, we're not pursuing services today. But uh, do you think, because like back in the day, you would have like the air raid sirens and stuff like that. And most of them have been removed from all the Yeah, like we used, and up with the Cold War, during the Cold War. Perfect. You <laughs> smug little fucker. You you had that waiting, did you? No, I'm just that good. Just <laughs> waiting, you know. I don't, I don't appreciate when you just look at me. Oh, I was I was expecting something there. Just you got it's not that's not your no, it's not your job. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's um. That was brilliant. That was really well. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Good um, thing is, majority of the population, especially here, would just ignore that because they don't know what it is. I think everybody. I think if you heard that though, you'd be like, "Well, something's wrong." Like, well, I don't know because a lot of them like to just. <laughs> the uh, booklet I have. Okay, the, uh, I lost again. Didn't I? The no, 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 that was a good one. The civil defense booklet, the the one they sent around, uh, which I'll show on my show, Darren. It's called oh, uh, yeah. "How to Their Survival on the Farm and at Home in the Event of a Nuclear War." Essentially, and there's this book that was sent around to every home in Ireland. But in that, like, they talk about, like, the first warning, the second warning, and the final warning, and, you know, what yeah. you have to do when you hear the final warn- warning, yeah. and it sounds terrifying, but at no point in the booklet do they actually tell you what those warnings sound like. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah you're just, just supposed to know. Like, yeah, yeah, you just know what, when you hear the final warning. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? 
<laughs> the final warning. No. Final warning is a guy over a loudspeaker going, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're all dead. Yeah. Pray now. Everybody, it's a, the local priest comes on. Now we're all going to bow our heads in prayer <laughs> and we're going to ask God to not let the nukes fall on us today. <laughs> no, I imagine it's And like, that we hope all our loved ones abroad are safe. No, I imagine and it's like closing time in an Irish pub. It's just a, all right, come on now, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flick of the lights. <laughs> that was a hundred kiloton bomb there. There's a, there's a guy in the main power station just like flicking the power. Oh, no. I reckon the pubs might open. So I bet some of them might like. Oh, yeah. There, there's going to be a load of pubs who will put a chalkboard outside being like there ain't no party like an end of the world party and stuff like that and just and just be like drinks your life savings per drink or something but you, you, know, would you really just, like would it be worth like kind of just going to like a, a pub and just kind of like they might have the news on there and everyone just sort of chilling there and kind of watching be, yeah like, just watching because there'd be an element of I'd that a, uh, it, wouldn't be like, the, it wouldn't be the worst idea especially for fallout and radiation because uh yeah alcohol will will help you not absorb radiation oh, yeah well then and so. that that's what will be on the chalkboards outside alcohol helps you uh, protect rad, you against rad resistant. is rad resistant and then there'll be another one being like the water might be irradiated but our beer isn't and all that kind of stuff will be there's a good uh, vice special where to go hunting wolves in chernobyl and they have to just like constantly be drinking whiskey so is, is this one occasion where like the irish kind of Win. Um, yeah, the Irish, like, <laughs> what would you say, our, like, relationship with alcohol, like, actually... Pays off. Yeah, pays off. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was like a prophecy kind of thing. Excellent. Like, well, let's say, like, nobody goes to work except, like, brewery workers. <laughs> would you turn on the light there? It's getting a bit dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I just opened it up on that page. Oh, sorry, you paused. Oh, no, I was just marking That's... it, but... Um, I actually just opened it up right on that page. Final warning. Will, will I read this out? Yeah, yeah. When you hear the final warning, you know that fallout has started or is about to start. If you have fires in grates or boilers, extinguish them. Turn off your water supply at the stopcock and any gas or electric water heaters in use. Go into your refuge room immediately. And then in brackets, even if your preparations are incomplete, bring your radio set with you or make sure it can be heard in the refuge room. Do you have a refuge room? You're in one. Pub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this is the bunker. Pub would be a good one. That's what we do when but, yeah, we buy our pub. We buy the open bottle. Buy the open bottle pub. Oh, yeah. That's a really good idea. I was telling Darren there's a pub up the road for me for rent. Oh, yeah. And, like, if four of us went in on it, it'd be cheaper than my rent here. Really? Well, like, if, if, if cheaper than four people renting here. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's I mean, mad. Yeah. Can you live above it? Like, is there a living space? There, yeah, but it's only, it's, I think it's just like two rooms, but like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody can sleep in the actual pub. Ah, yeah, but you could... What you do is you you sublet that apartment yeah. for like way more money than what you're paying for the pub. Oh, here we are. Um, well, first it says, people away from home and caught in the open by the final warning will have to appeal to the nearest householder for shelter. <laughs> That's Yeah, no. Householders should help such people and allow for this in their preparations. So would you let people into your bunker? No, no chance. No. no, like if it was someone I knew, like if it was a neighbor and they, whatever, they were like locked out or something. I'd let I'm them in. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, like, yeah you just at the window going. Ha, ha, I mean, like, if, <laughs> I'd let like one of you, not both, 
<laughs> just, I've only got oh, room yeah. for one. You make us fight to the death on the. You, you, that's how you open the window and you throw out one knife and then just close <laughs> the window. I'd be like, one of you can come in. <laughs> like, I can only take one of you. Whoever ha- whoever chooses the most perfect soundbite for this very moment gets in. Yay. I mean, that sounds like you're breaking into the bunker, so that's a pretty good... That was called Noob Tube. I don't know what... I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. Like, was it meant what? to be some sort of shotgun from a game or something? Yeah, we, I guess a... we, we should have done more. We should have, like, actually, like, read through this booklet more. But we'll um, do that yeah, again. I didn't... I, didn't we, for, I forgot you had that. The sentence I was going to read uh, before I got started, it says, Yellow flags hung along roads will indicate final warning. To motorists and other road users. Oh, so that is the so final yellow, warning. Yellow flags. Yellow flags. But hey, you can't hear yellow flags. They seem to think they're going to have a lot of time, but they're, they're preparing for fallout there rather yeah, than yeah. like a bomb. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they're preparing for an attack elsewhere that's just will affect uh, us. It's still not clear. It says when you hear the final warning, but then the yellow flags are to indicate it to motorists who mightn't hear it. Oh, so I don't okay. know what the final warning actually is. So what is. we're hearing is Maybe it's just final warning. Could be. I don't. Um, I wish I had that on the same board. Well, yeah, I suppose. But that that that's a, that is a good uh, good point to get into. I know we we talked about it a lot in our Fallout episode, which is just them protecting ourselves from Fallout. So yeah, that's yeah. that's where you're getting down to the bottom ground floor, putting yeah, as many yeah. layers between you and Fallout. Yeah, I think I guess we we've very much like done yeah. that. But like this, the idea of this is like the the country, the people as a whole, what it's like. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess we we have a good idea that the day after is just going to be chaos. Nobody's going to know yeah. what's going on. No. The uh, people who are telling us what to do don't seem to know what's going on. Yeah. So wh- where do you think we are a year after it? Oh. Like, because we're such a secluded country as well that yeah. we don't get any, like all imports are done. Like we're not no. getting anything. Like if you're in, say... Like say it's in New York, say the east coast of America was bombed out of it, yeah. And you're on the west coast. A year later, things might be taken over. Yeah, I know what you mean. You're kind of like they'll have electricity and infrastructure and transport and yeah, like, things will be going. And even if they're just living in fucking, even if they still don't have electricity, there's probably still going to be trading and things. Yeah, things yeah. will have kept moving in yeah, some way, yeah. but they're not here. Like, not a chance. We were talking in the last episode about how Ireland was during the big freeze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true. Ireland but, was taller. Uh, uh, during the big freeze, yeah. and, like, they they didn't have enough salt for the roads. <laughs> and then the next year it happened again, and they still didn't have enough salt because they gambled that it wouldn't happen again. <laughs> and then the year after, didn't they buy loads of salt? Yeah, and then it didn't happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. And they bought plows and everything. <laughs> like, we probably, like, there's probably no fuel in Ireland. A year after. Oh yeah, no, yeah. There's nothing like, like even even all the turf to be burnt is has been burnt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like because you're chopping down trees on like in the in parks for firewood. At yeah, that yeah. point. Because the thing with like a lot of like post-apocalyptic films and that, like Mad Max in particular, where like it's people going around, like, fucking, you know, taking fuel from broken down cars and using it. It's yeah. a big thing in Walking Dead. Like, they're always siphoning and fuel from these old cars. But after a year, like, there's going to be nothing left. Yeah, because enough even, people would have done it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, and even if there was, like, fuel... Like, unless it's in, like, airtight drums, it's not, yeah. going, it's not going to... 
it's you're not going to get far on it like it's going to essentially going to go off by that point like yeah like my like my car is parked outside the front door there and you spend half your time chasing people off from like trying to siphon the fuel out of your car yeah, yeah. it's like hey you hey get away that's my fuel and you'd just be driving like only the bare necessity and stuff um me personally a year we also only have it. one refinery in ireland so it's not like more is going to be produced or anything yeah yeah sorry but you're saying yeah like personally i would be nowhere near the city i'd probably be down the country and trying to grow food and stuff like that it's, um but then what the sun's blocked out by <laughs> fallout so, yeah um dust clouds and what do you reckon the population is at this point a year later oh yeah like just an edgy like I, i'm yeah, I'm trying to think, like, uh, at the moment we're at, what, 4.7 million, um, and if we get into, so again, this is, this is this is still talking like we haven't been hit, we're just... Other than Dundalk, we've done that ourselves. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, so we're, we're just experiencing the world has had a nuclear war, and we, we've been safe from actual nukes, but we're... But we're still getting fallout, didn't Yeah, yeah, oh man, I'd say at least half. You think it's half in a year, yeah? I'd say so, yeah. Okay. Just from, like, people being stupid. Like, people staying outside and getting, dying of radiation poisoning. Yeah. Like, because radiation poisoning could take anything anywhere from days to weeks to kill you. And I reckon, the yeah, we, people just won't protect themselves. People won't be smart about it. Yeah, yeah. There'll be loads of warning on the radios, and there'll just be that guy's like, I oh, know, it's fine, I'm Grant. I'm Grant. No bother. Grant. And, and what uh, do you think the, the do you think the population will have like what portion of the population will have killed each other at that point? Do you think? Um, hmm. I don't know. I'd say like, a good chunk of people. Yeah, people have killed each other over food and stuff. And again, that's going to be more concentrated in the cities where people are like we were talking in our last in our earthquake episode. Like all those people living living in the city who only ever buy like their dinner on the way home and that kind of stuff. Like they yeah. they have all killed each other by now. I think. But then down in the country is where like that's where the people will have guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think people stick to them. Well, no, not necessarily stick to themselves. Neighbors will stick together and they'll defend their land with guns from invaders. Yeah, like that's where you get the almost small militia groups of bunch of neighbors will get together and they'll create a new town border where they protect each other and you've got guys on like watch and patrol and there'll be there'll be some mad fucker like going around on a horse like checking the perimeter all day and so you know like that's where you'll get that kind of stuff i think yeah or or they become the militia groups from the road yeah like which is the same thing (laughs) only they are a bit more aggressive oh yeah yeah um but they'll definitely yeah but if you have those groups like they might be looking out for each other but like there's gonna be blood on their hands like oh yeah out. yeah they'll be they'll be going and, and again you'll get back to it, which i was i'm always saying is the the whole thing of like those people from over there we hate them there'll be there'll be a good bit of that going on where you'd be like oh that f- i'd say you'll get people to do mad things because they'll suddenly decide there's no law yeah, and you'll have yeah. that guy who'd be like uh, you know, uh, John Joe O'Reilly, he, he, he punched me three years ago at, at the football match. I'm going to kill that fucker. And you'll have people who just decide and go do that shit. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll just be panic, I think. 
how, in that sense. How important would be so like just after it happens in the weeks after you know you want to stockpile food, water, fuel yeah. maybe. Uh, like how important is like getting a gun on your list of to do? Um, it's not that high actually because I imagine it's really hard because it's hard to find them and get them here. Like it's. Um, I think you think that, but it's not like I think like if you know if you know where you can get like that's the thing like off the top of my head. I've an uncle who hunts and I maybe go to his house and ask him, would he be able to give me a spare gun or something like that? Apart from that, I don't know. I don't know where I'd find one, you know, just same question to both of you. How many guns do you reckon there are in Ireland? I know for a fact there is, I think one for every person. Something like that mad. Four million? Four, like, yeah, there's like, apparently there's something like the, pretty much one per head but no there's no, no just, America doesn't even have that much no I thought it was something like that that there's no it's like half a million oh okay yeah yeah it's 5.6 for every 100 people ah uh, okay yeah. which is much more than most people so I thought we we had this talk before on an episode and I thought you thought yeah. it was like 10,000 or something yeah I was trying to remember like what a, it's I just know it's way higher than you think it would be yeah, like, yeah 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 because most farmers have like three or four shotguns. <laughs> there's more, but the, the, there's more civilian guns, like yeah. registered civilian guns. Well, like way more than there are. Like the Garda armories have like 15,000. Yeah. But only 3,000 Garda are actually... Carrying, yeah. Or not even carrying, I think trained to carry. There might only be fucking yeah. 800, like carrying on a daily basis. Yeah. And the military have between forty and 70,000. But there's like three hundred and ninety thousand registered civilian guns, wow. and then an estimated around a hundred illegal ones. So there's more civilian than anything else. Yeah, and yeah. by like triple, quadruple numbers. Yeah, like. Well, like I had it years ago. I was working in a camera shop, and you always have people coming and going like, "Oh, I need passport pictures or driving license pictures, that kind of thing." And I once a guy came into me and he needed a photo for a gun license. And I was just chatting away to him, and I was like, "Oh, what's um?" I was like, "Oh, what what do you have the gun for?" I was like, "Oh, are you in a gun club or hunting or like that?" He's like, "No, I just don't want some fucker coming into my house." <laughs> and he was going all about it all perfectly legally and all that kind of stuff. But he was so dodgy. He was just like absolute dodgy scumbag. Yeah. And it was clearly he was like, you know, he was gonna he have. Give, he, he certainly didn't give that reason when he was applying for his license anyway. <laughs> No, no, no. But yeah, his thing—he's like, oh, you know, it's for hunting, and he's like winking at me, you yeah. know. The thing. <laughs> and uh, but his whole thing was—it was clearly he was going to get a legal gun, and then was because he knew somebody was coming for him or something. You know, it was this kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of them, and like, yeah. So there's a lot of people like that who they're not a farmer, they're not into hunting or anything, but they just want to have a gun. Yeah. And so they've yeah. they've jumped through the bureaucratic loops to do it. Um, do you know you can actually legal well not at the moment but that you could legally get a handgun in Ireland oh really yeah like there was a window for four years like yeah I think it was a four year window where they allowed people to register oh um, yeah and in, so in 2004 there was one legally owned handgun in Ireland and in 2008 there was like 2000 oh so loads of people had them already well I think just in that four years when it was made legal 2,000 people registered yeah, and then they were like oh that's a lot of people let's uh, close that window <laughs> oh, right, okay, just yeah. never... what was the story with shotguns what do you mean with shotguns like how just owning a shotgun 
in general. Like. Yeah, because I know somebody who, who until recently had a shotgun and it was like, again, it was perfectly legal, but they had to, they had to just keep it like in a special box. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, my yeah. uncle's. So you're not a farmer or anything, just like living in a housing estate. Oh, yeah, you could just... So there was no... You have to be... I think you have to be part of a gun club. Yeah. I think... You either have to... I think maybe used to, but I think you see he's older... So he could have just had it from before or something. Yeah, yeah. Also, but he, he, he had to get rid of it there recently. Like, typically, I think, like, a guard uh, needs to sign off on it. So they, they need to, like, come to your house. Come to your house and make sure you have a case for it. Okay, like, maybe that's what Yeah. And so I imagine, like, there's also, like, if you're, oh, my mate's Paddy a guard, is a guard, sure, he'll just come and sign off. Like, you know, you yeah, can probably. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like, once you on. once you tick one of the boxes, they probably let you away with it. Like, it's yeah. hard. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it is, there is a thing, it's like a, it, a rule of to have it, you have to have the right casing for it. You can't store the gun and the bullets Thing, or yeah. shells in the same box. Yeah, yeah. Things like that like, like my uncle was telling me he has to, keep, he has to keep all his bullets in the shed. Yeah. And then he has a case, a storage case in the house and stuff like that. It's, but do you think like in, in the US, like a lot of states have those same like regulations. Like it's just people don't yeah. abide by it. And you'd imagine it's the same yeah. here. Like, but then what loads yeah. of people do is they have the case they keep whatever like six boxes of shells in the shed they have the gun case and then beside the window behind the curtains is a loaded shotgun (laughs) 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 because they don't want to get because that's their house defense thing there's a great Uh, bill burr bit where he's talking about like getting his gun license and where like yeah he asked and he got like a handgun and you know he has to keep the bullets a certain distance and he just does this great bit like i got like the reason to get it was protection like so if somebody breaks in i've got to like jump out my window run around to the carriage get the bullets <laughs> yeah. load the gun climb back up the train pipe <laughs> jump in the window and then shoot them and save my wife yeah <laughs> but, but that's what, yeah it's kind of a well because the whole point is they're not for self-defense they're for hunting or for being in a gun club and a hobby shooting and that kind of mm. like that's yeah that's what the licenses here are where used for like, yeah. yeah yeah but where is it in which case why a handgun? Yeah, it, well, that's exactly <laughs> like it. You're not really going, stupid, those yeah. two thousand people, like they're not out hunting pheasant with a pistol. Yeah. No, that's... that was it. That 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 guy who was getting, I was taking his photo for the gun license. It was a pistol. Yeah. Okay. Like it's well okay. the same thing. What he said, like it's just uh, really silly. <laughs> I don't know. We got onto guns there. It's an important. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so yeah, like how important is it for you to have a gun in your? I think. In your knowing that, like, there might be half a million other people with them, yeah, pretty important. <laughs> like, especially if you reduce, if you you were saying, like, you you were essentially half in the population, yeah. So now you're talking about like a gun for every three people, like, yeah, they're way more common than you think. Then, yeah, at yeah. that point, I say, like, there's going to be that element of people who've just. Like you, especially if you get into a year in. So like the day after, there's panic and stuff like that. And there might be a kind of a weird few. Like there'll be the panic of food, and then you might have this kind of weird lull of peace, and then people start, then people start running out of food again, and then you'll get people will be coming out of the cities and going more into the country, and like people get aggressive where they'll raid houses and they'll start killing each other. Then that way, and that's yeah. where that's where that population will drop, and then all those guns will be in the hands of people on the street like very quickly i think yeah yeah but then but like yeah, a year early. 
but then like a year later then we'll have used all the bullets in ireland so <laughs> that's the, the other thing which it's just funny um when you look at how much people use ammunition in like the walking dead or and something yeah so if you were to do the same so the population's at like 10 percent, say but everybody's yeah. coming back as a zombie so you need to shoot more people yeah like if you take every piece of ammunition in the world yeah if uh, only 10 percent survived yeah but the other 90 are zombies you will never or no actually i think it's if only 25 percent die yeah you will never have more than four rounds of ammunition per zombie and with every drop in percent like when it gets down to like 10 percent of the world are alive you'll only have like 1.5 rounds per zombie <laughs> to use yeah yeah just statistically <laughs> so oh, you, yeah. you like in the in the walking the in the walking dead they should be getting a headshot every time or yeah, they just, yeah or they would have already used up all the ammunition in the world that's mad mm. I, would, I would have thought there'd be just some ridiculous amounts of ammunition stockpiled well there probably is but i think it's just like if, if it's like well if there's like 6.9 billion people coming back as zombies <laughs> yeah i suppose uh, are there 6.9 billion rounds like, yeah yeah in america you probably will always have like 500 rounds per zombie really but oh yeah but spread over the world as well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair so i feel like uh we haven't really yeah no. anywhere on whether we, we'd survive in ireland if the nukes go um that's the thing like it's not really down to us it's like the infrastructure of ireland doesn't really allow for it i don't think no like your best thing is like i i said it before with the caldera the volcanic one and having read up on it now today or in the last couple of days of like fallout and how the sun would be blocked out and temperatures are going to drop like it, it that kind of level of like world nuclear war and then we're stuck in the middle is like at night it's going to go down to like minus 20 this kind of shit like it'd be insane mm. um we'd be living in a tundra like it's just but so if it's just like say jericho like the tv show jericho. yeah yeah have you watched jericho no oh, okay that'd be cool it's pretty good i'd be okay yeah. with that yeah yeah actually Jer- jericho's a very good example because that's it they're it's nuked all around them and then they're in it yeah, a safe zone yeah. kind of like so that it's pretty much it's like things aren't terrible like everything's gone to shit but it's taken over. Yeah. Like, how, how do you, how would your life change if that happened? Well, I wouldn't be going to work every day. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like, do you think either of you, do you think you can still, like, you could, like, live comfortably in a post-nuclear world, but, you know, once you stay, like, you know, you, you've got a community. Yeah. You're always going to be getting, other people are going to be trying to come in. And, I see myself in a small town in Leitrim, um, in a, in a community like that where we're trying to grow our own food and things like that and uh, we'd be getting into stuff like growing food indoors like doing aquaponics inside door inside indoors where it's like warmer and like like i like i was saying that like i said in the the super volcano like about the ash going over and blocking out the sun like a great thing to do would be to build an inside structure um and have a load of led lighting growing food and outside you have wind turbines that power the leds see because you've no sunlight so you need to substitute sunlight to do that you need electricity so you need but there'll be wind like there'll always be wind yeah so that's yeah like that's the only way around it to grow food if the sun's blocked out you can't and and that way you're protecting any kind of fallout or radiation coming in to your food as well like that's really your only option yeah yeah 
so I'd be trying to do that kind of stuff. I think that's like at the moment I've I, I recently got myself a bit of land and I'm growing food on it and it's great. But uh, I'd have to convert it to an indoor farm. <laughs> yeah, if uh, like the nukes drop tonight and you drive to your bit of land tomorrow morning, like it's just, just everything's gone. Yeah, that's it. Wiped out. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I mean like lad, like. Not oh, someone is hit, someone I, is just taking. Yeah, it I think everybody's just stealing straight away. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like every, like right across. Like it's a big it's allotments. So there's a it's a big field, and everybody has their own little bit of land. But across the road is a huge housing estate of apartments and houses, and I bet everyone who lives in there is like, ah, oh, if the world ends, you know, I'm going in there. Yeah, Can I grab yeah. that field, and I bet that, that's the, like so you drive down and it's just, everything's raided, gone. You're like, ah. Oh, bastards yeah but that's where you just gonna have some scumbag sitting in his apartment with like 500 carrots and he's like I don't even like carrots <laughs> yeah I'd say just... half of them would just be scumbags that just like tore them up to be dicks like probably strung out across the motorway like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just be how it'd go um it's like ah gick vegetables it's like what else did you think was in the ground <laughs> <laughs> is that it is there any I don't know what would you like? What would you be doing? I think the same. same like yeah. going, going for the country, trying to establish a small community wouldn't be wouldn't be getting into that. But then you have to just be careful. Yeah, like we done the settlement episode. So as far as like yeah. where I'd go, yeah, it'd be like try yes. to carve out a little little settlement somewhere. Yeah, yeah. In terms of how art, like how the rest of the country would react to it, like that's your your greatest yeah foe kind of i think people go mental yeah would you like this is episode 57 or something yeah. we've had like thousands of unrecorded conversations about the apocalypse like yeah do you in a way look forward to something like that like do you like um, do, you, do you think you could enjoy it you're walking i think it's a little bit of that yeah like yeah. kind of there's, there's, there's the same part of you that like likes the chase. I think, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's something kind of thrilling about it, and um, well, it's like the only parts I really enjoy in Walking Dead is watching them like trying to manage their community. Like they're the only times it's ever yeah, interesting. Yeah. Like when Rick's kind of trying to keep things together. Yeah, either, like I don't know, building walls or whatever to keep out the zombies. Yeah, that's the stuff I find interesting as well. I like I like the idea of having like it's almost an opportunity to start over again, better. Yeah, and I, and I, again with Jericho, I really like whenever Skeet Ulrich is trying to keep things together in the community. Yeah, like they're all the best moments, or when he has to when they need medical supplies and he's like fine, and he's the one that has to go out and get it. Yeah, like, yeah, like they're all the really good mo. I kind of like yeah. That's, I'd enjoy that. Yeah, that's the stuff that's good. It's like being in a sense that like everything you do is for the better of yourselves mm. and has meaning and you know, it's not It's like a ultimate strategy game. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Like when we were doing the settlement episode, you were saying your settlement would be Lambe Island. Oh yeah, that was one of the ideas. And, my, and when we we're talking about like different roles you'd have in the community, the one I wanted, which would be the one most people would shy away from like i want whore. to be sorry whore well my second choice i should say so yeah. <laughs> you know the, the group of guys who have to like boat back to the mainland 
yeah. travel around and recruit other members for the settlement. Like, you know, you'd have to, like... To keep your population at a good yeah, level. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a bit of crack, wouldn't it? Like, Sorry? That'd be a bit of crack. Yeah, that'd like, be kind of and then... But you're going around being like, hey, man. I have cigarettes or whatever, you know, like, and you're just trying <laughs> so to get So you're like, I should re- like recruit into a gang kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, cool. you'd be like your club. Oh, club. Like well, you'd be yeah. befriending them <laughs> with another story, like, you, because you, you're not going to tell them about your isle, your fucking safe haven. Yeah, because you don't want them to know where it is. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to be like joining them with a different story and figuring things out about them. So could, would, could you spend then months then in like an area just figuring out who's. Yeah, you're going yeah, undercover. Level, like, so you'd be. Yeah, maybe not months. Yeah. I'd say a month. A month yeah. for each, maybe recruit. Maybe yeah. you'd hope to meet to like a, them, right? a group of people and kind of do it all as well. And then you, you pick the best people. Like you, if you figure out somebody, like you're like, oh, that guy happens to be a windmill engineer. We'll take him back to our island. You know, like the, that's the kind of thing of yeah, yeah. I you mean, find useful people. But even you'll have a use for almost anybody. So it's more like weeding out the ones that aren't going to fucking steal from the neighbors and stuff like that. It's yeah, more yeah. a case of like getting rid of the bad people yeah. from the li- your list. Like, yeah. Well, that's one of the things I was, I was watching a, a, one of these YouTube videos and it was talking about um, like how currency and trade would change and stuff, obviously, in this kind of world. Mm. And one of them was one of the biggest commodities would be skills rather than money. Yeah. And obviously another one of the commodities would be sex. So people would just course, trade sex yeah. for food and shelter and stuff. But you, um, but having skills, so having the knowledge to like whatever, grow crops or uh, irrigate water or this kind of stuff, like they're really designed, like you're a valuable person then. Um, uh, so yeah, it'd be skills would we'd be trading in. So that's kind yeah, of the same idea. Essentially, yeah. You'd be looking out for skilled people who can help you, who aren't dickheads who won't murder you in your sleep. Well, that's why we need to talk, though. But, but even <laughs> even in modern society, like with the exception of like your your frivolous stuff, like buying ties, yeah, you're either you you exchange money for food, like absolute necessities or knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, even like you you're buying an editing program, you're buying something that can do something you can't. It knows how to do. You're essentially like it's still yeah. like we still trade for knowledge now in almost everything we. Yeah, we I do. suppose that's true. And sex, of course. In the oldest profession was prostitution. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't think any of us can sell that, really, in the apocalypse. No. We can be pimps, though. But, oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's mm. very true. Yeah, yeah. We could pimp down out. <laughs> I, I really, ex- surely there's a pimp. So, something, well, smoke weed every day could kind of go. <laughs> that again. I was yeah. going to get Sorry. the... Let's give Darren another chance then. Yeah, we, we... Well, I can edit that in. Perfect. Perfect. We could be pimps. <laughs> that's what. Well, that's your plan, Ireland. Ireland, like Ireland nuclear war. What's your plan? Oh, I'm becoming a pimp. <laughs> you live very well. And do full like pimp get up like yeah, you go full on like while everyone's fighting over food you're breaking into the fur shop <laughs> in Walking Dead what was remember like, and this is it's early on like cause I haven't seen it in a good while they had Rick there was like when they met other members to decide if they could bring them should bring them back to their community they had three questions really yeah oh, I was that. hoping you'd remember do you watch Walking Dead no oh, okay there's like three questions they have, and if they answered all three the way they wanted, 
Oh, right, okay. They could get in. I just can't remember. I think yeah, it, I don't remember that. It was something. I think it might have just been like, how many walkers have you killed? How oh, okay. many people have you killed? And do you keep your ketchup in the fridge or, or in the press? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something that would tell you a lot about it. Yeah. Bourbons or custard creams. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my one. Bourbons or custard creams. Or uh, do you do you pour the milk into your tea before you take the tea bag out or after? You know, you know, people get really sensitive over these kind of things of like when you put the milk in the tea. Yeah. Just make a difference either way. But, no. but bourbons and custard creams, that's a good one. Um, Darren, bourbons and custard creams. Um, bourbons. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's one for me. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. We, uh, we've established Ireland will be shit. <laughs> Johnny shitter right <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, sure. uh, no but I you know I think I could survive in that world um, <laughs> as long as I don't get radiation poisoning which could easily happen accidentally like just you drink a bad bit of water or a bit of food that is irradiated how about you Darren can you survive do you think you'd make it ah yeah yeah totally Good stuff. Grand. Then I think we Johnny, you'd make it? Yeah. yeah, I think we will all have a nice apocalypse. Stay safe and be prepared. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Damn son, you just hit with a wow effect. Listening. <laughs> <laughs>